First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on. Tune in. Pleased to be joined by Mark Kelso, the former Bill Safety, game analyst, Bills Radio Network. Mark, as you think about this game and what's been happening in Western New York, it feels like new head coach Sean McDermott is changing the culture of this football team. Yeah, it certainly seems like some of the things that they've initiated here at One Bills Drive have been starting to bear some fruit. And they've been playing really well on the defensive side of the football and then and taking care of the opportunities that they have offensively. And the running game got going again uh, today. I think it kind of found some legs this afternoon. And, and uh, hopefully that will continue. They they failed to capitalize on a couple opportunities, but they've been they've been playing consistently well. They don't give up big plays, uh, and today where they were able to create some big plays as well. But but a lot of fluctuation in the roster, and and the roster has turned over tremendously between last year with Coach Ryan and and this year with Coach McDermott and this new staff. But I think he's got a lot of veteran players. He's got a lot of guys who understand that uh, that, that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts and. And uh, those guys play well together as a unit. And, and the secondary particularly has been playing you know, at a really high level. So, I mean, things, things are looking positive, but they needed every ounce of energy today to, to, to squeak out a victory against Tampa Bay. And then Tampa Bay was just you know, uh, unbelievable offensively. Jameis Winston was as good as I've ever seen him play. And, and I haven't studied him a whole lot, but seen him on films a number of times. He's a lot of offensive weapons. And they, were, they, were, they played extremely well today and gave the Bills a really great contest. Mark, Nick Ferguson here, you know, at the beginning of the season, it was been a slow start for LaShawn McCoy. Finally, he found pay dirt two times in the end zone. What does it mean when you have both Tyrod Taylor working from the quarterback standpoint and Shady McCoy adding plays, not just in the run game, but in the pass game? What does that mean for this Buffalo Bills offense? Well, it opens things up. I mean, there's a couple of things that have happened. One is they, they haven't been able to stretch the field very much in, in, Today they were able to with the addition of Deontay Thompson. I mean, he he came in and and no one even knows who he is. I don't know who he is, quite frankly. And six year player out of out of Florida and and was released a week and a half ago. And he provided a, a little vertical stretch here this afternoon. And then Lashawn McCoy is the best playmaker that this Bills this Bills offensive unit has. And you got to get him touches. You got to get him touches in a running game and in the passing game. And and quite frankly, they, they, they have to do it a little bit more in the passing game right now and then use the play-action pass to try to open up the run game. It seems to be most efficient, the run game does, when, when DeMarco's in the backfield and when, when he's running it from the H-back position or from a full-back position. It seems like when they have their best success running the football, and, and hopefully they found that again today. I think they executed that well uh, against Atlanta earlier in the year when they had that big victory down there in, in Atlanta. And uh, so, so hopefully those things can continue. But as soon as you get LaShawn McCoy the, the ball in, in, in space, I mean, he's going to make people miss. There's no question about that because he, he, if he's not the best, uh, you know, the best running back in the league or, or has the best lateral quickness, he's one of the top three for sure. We are spotlighting the 4-2 Buffalo Bills with Mark Kelso from the Bills Radio Network. Mark will Think about what Tyrod Taylor agreed to do in the offseason with the restructuring. So clearly he wanted to remain with the Bills. Where do you think he is at this stage of his career? Uh, I still think they're they're writing the book on him, and I don't think we know exactly what we have. I mean, there's some things that he does really well, and there's some things that that he's still continuing to work on. I mean, the middle of the field, he gets reluctant to throw in the middle of the field sometimes. I think because he doesn't have a good sight line because of, 
uh, his, his his physical stature, which is only just about six foot. So I don't know that he has a sight line all the time. And sometimes we can see sight lines a little better than he can. So uh, I think that's one of the things I think sometimes I, I think he has to be a little bit better anticipation passer and throwing guys open and, and throwing the ball to the back shoulder. Did a, did that beautifully today uh, on a throw to Nick O'Leary down the seam, and, and that was a beautiful throw. And then he stepped outside the pocket and threw that long ball to Thompson uh, later in the game at the end on that last drive, which, which capped the victory. And, and uh, Or at least, excuse me, that, that, that was the, the tying score that, that then after the fumble recovery, they were able to, to, uh, to have the field goal for the go-ahead. But, uh, but Tyrod, when he's decisive, he is really good. He can hurt you with his legs. He's got good improvisational skills. He throws a really crisp ball and a catchable ball. And uh, I, he just has to trust himself, really. From my standpoint, when he is decisive and he lets balls go, that he really makes good decisions. And sometimes he's reluctant to let it go because I think he feels like he's going to make a mistake. And, and he's reluctant to make mistakes. He doesn't make very many of them and doesn't turn the ball over very often. But some of that's because he's not quite as aggressive as he needs to be. And I think if he just allows himself to be aggressive, I think, I think he can be the quarterback that's going to be here for the long term because he is just dynamic with his legs. He understands what he needs to do with the offense. And, and he throws an accurate ball, and he's got, he's got leadership qualities that are off the charts. So I think he's the guy that can really help lead this offensive team. He's just got to trust himself and trust those guys he's playing with, and he hasn't played with a lot of those guys for any length of time. So as they play together here through the course of the season, they'll develop a, a really strong rapport. Mark, right now when you look at the AFC East standing, everything looks to be really crowded. Everyone is 4-2. Uh, the Patriots play later on tonight against uh, the Atlanta Falcons. From what you've seen thus far from the defensive side of the ball, with Sean McCoy today and Tyrod Taylor, do you think that this team has what it needs to overtake the New England Patriots finally for that divisional crown. Yeah, I mean, hard to say. I and mean, I don't usually like to talk about being an ex-player, but in this respect, I will talk about it. And and as an ex-player, you can't look further forward, uh, further forward than that than the next week on your schedule. You really can't because there, there's such parity in the league, and every team is good. And if you don't play efficiently and consistently on a weekly basis, you're not going to come out with a victory. I mean, I never thought the game would be as close today as it was. I thought the Bills on paper uh, were a team that, that had uh, talent that was a little bit better than uh, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, although they, they have some significant talent, no question. But I felt like the Bills are a little bit better on paper, and they have them in their own building. So this should be a game they maybe win by seven points, or, or maybe even they if, if they put together some good drives and have some turnovers, maybe a, maybe a ten-point game. But this... This game, they're fortunate that they won this game, and they kept fighting the entire game. But in the end, I mean, the Buccaneers had them on the ropes at the end until they came back with that uh, that three-play long-scoring drive to tie the game up late in the game. So you just you cannot look past that next week. You just cannot do it. I mean, if if you're saying, can the Bills make the playoffs if they win nine games? I'm not sure about that. Can they make the playoffs if they win ten? I would think that if they win ten games this year in the AFC, that, that – if, they, if that doesn't win a division, it would at least secure them a wild-card spot. But I think that's what you have to look at and say, okay, now what's next week hold for us? And, and the Oakland Raiders are coming to town, and, and Derek Carr, in my mind, is, is one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. It is just dynamic. He's got a lot of playmakers on the offensive side of the football. And, and on paper, they're, they're probably a better team than the Bills because they were, they were favored to win the, their 
division this year, certainly and contend for an AFC uh, championship this year. So you got to say they're in your building. We've got to play at a really high level. We, we cannot turn the ball over. We can't make mistakes. And then hopefully you come out of here with a victory. And then I think the Bills set themselves up to uh, to be in position when they have those runs at the end of the season with with all those conference games against Miami and uh, and New England within a within a four or five week span. They play those guys uh, both those teams twice. Mark, we know it's a long broadcast day for you. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us. We do a seven-hour show with live listen-ins, and it's always fun to pick up your call with John Murphy. We can tell the passion and energy you have on the Bills radio network. Uh, we appreciate it, guys, and it's 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 a blessing to be able to do it. And it's it's really fun in Buffalo, honestly, because, I mean, it, it was packed. I mean, I don't know if there was an empty seat in the house except people who were in the concession area. And, uh, and it was great. The fans were great. The 12th man was a big advantage for the Bills today. And Tampa Bay had all kinds of trouble offensively getting plays in, although Jameis Winston did a great job of adjusting at the line of scrimmage. But uh, the fans gave the Bills a good advantage today. They enjoy a good advantage when they're at home. So uh, we appreciate that. But have a good afternoon. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.